Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of TikToking. I am your host, Kevin Hughes, and today I have two fabulous guests, and these guys were fantastic. They were so much fun, great people, and they go by the Impulsive Duo. You may have heard their podcast, you may have seen them on TikTok, but today we deep dive into the conversation of the swinging lifestyle, why they choose to do it, what got them into doing it, and why overall it's just a good time for them. So, I know you guys are going to love this episode. It was so interesting. Without further ado, guys, here's the Impulsive Duo. This week on TikToking with me, Kevin Hughes. Enjoy. TikToking, TikToking. Where creators come to play. TikToking, TikToking. Find out what they have to say. TikToking, TikToking. Fascinating. So the Impulsive Duo, who came up with that name? Oh gosh, the Impulsive... Remember sitting in the kitchen table trying to come up with a name? Yeah, because we didn't want it to be... We didn't want it to be mental health related. Remember, I was going mental health wise. Yeah, we were going to be like the anxious duo was like the initial like the name we came up mm-hmm. with yeah and so we just kind of sat I remember sitting in the kitchen even like my my daughter was there we were just throwing out like adjectives that we thought described us and I think I don't I, don't, I actually can't, can't remember who came up with impulsive I can't remember either and then yeah. we just were like yeah we like that yeah we just and we made sure there was no other TikTok you know like names out there anyone had that name and no, nothing we could find with it so. so was so that was just for your TikTok handle that's the only uh usage of that name uh, well, yeah. that's how it started. That's yeah. how it started. Gotcha. I mean, yeah. we, just, we wanted to do literally just a joint, fun little TikTok. Yeah, that's how it started. That's how it started. Yeah, we were like, oh, let's just have a joint TikTok page. It'd be fun to make funny TikToks together. Because he had his big account, and I had a small little personal one that I started. And so that was really all it was in the beginning. It was just, yeah, a TikTok handle. Yeah. Okay. Well, cool. Uh, so where are you guys from? Well, we live in Boise. Yeah, we live yeah, in you, Boise. Yeah. yeah, you don't have uh, to get too detailed. <laughs> no, just, no, no. I was looking at him because I feel like I answer everything. No, I, well, yeah, no, Boise. I mean, I, I grew up in Michigan. Yeah, he grew up in Michigan. I was I was born here. I lived in California a lot of my childhood, but um, we're currently here in Boise, Idaho. Oh, cool. All yeah, right, yeah, I'm it. here I'm here in Colorado. Oh, so nice. You're uh, in the, well, kind of Pacific, the Rockies area. You're in the Rockies. Yeah. Yeah. How it's been hotter. Uh, I'm like 55 miles north of Denver. Oh, nice. Oh. I love yeah. it. I love Denver. And we're actually talking about coming out, heading out there for an event down in Littleton. Oh, cool. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. If, you, there's a if cool... you guys head this way, let me know and we can meet up maybe. Yeah, yeah definitely. Fun. So I wanted to talk to you a little bit about, first off, you guys are in the swinger lifestyle mm-hmm. and I wanted to kind of talk to you about that and what made you guys decide that that was the route you wanted to go with your relationship? Um, well, for us, so when Eric and I met in 20, it was January 21, we both had just, had, were actually still technically legally married, I guess. We were both had, yeah. you know, moved out and he had moved here from California, but we were both in the process of like, you know, not fun divorces. Mm-hmm. And so we, you know, we'd been in like, monogamous relationships both for a long time and kind of going through like some toxic you know, divorces. Mm-hmm. And so we weren't really ready for like any sort of relationship yet. We were just, you know, when you're, we're you just know, friends. Yeah. I mean, she, she literally saw me and I used to have to put up on dating sites 
that people probably saw me on TikTok. Because I used to get a lot of people that would hit me up for like anxiety and stuff. And she hit me up and asked me about what my TikTok name was. And we just started talking and became yeah. literally just friends. Yeah, we were just friends at the beginning. Okay. Neither of us wanted anything serious. So we just started really like talking about, um, yeah, just we met up and hung out. And then we were friends and friends with benefits for a little bit. Um, but yeah, just not ready for really a relationship, just not in the place in our lives. Um, I had kind of come out as like bisexual before that, even to my ex and knew that I liked women. And so when I met Eric, I was like, Oh, it's kind of something that I had like always said I wanted to experience and like kind of explore as well. Wasn't like, right. I ruined her bed. She had a bed and she was like, yeah, when I bought this bed, I'm going to have all this lesbian sex on it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I didn't have any. None. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that was really, we just kind of always had those conver that conversation from the beginning of our relationship. But as our relationship grew, and we kind of fell for each other and really did decide we wanted to date eventually. It wasn't until even like September. So it was a whole, you know, while before we decided we really wanted to like be together. But we wanted to still kind of explore that and have some fun. So that's just kind of how it evolved from the beginning. So we had always had those conversations. Well, and Eric has always been in. I, I, yeah, no, and, and like I look at sex, I think a lot differently too than what most people do. Yeah. Like, sex to me isn't really that intimate. It's something fun that you go do. Like, there's a lot more intimate stuff in a relationship than than that. And so, like, she had even asked me, like, do you think you could ever be monogamous? And uh, I was like, I was honest with her. I was like, yeah, probably not. Even though that that actually has changed. Yeah, now <laughs> through, <you can. laughs> through, this, through this whole experience, it has changed. But yeah. yeah. So that's kind of, we always just kind of had that conversation of just always, always having fun. And like, we, like, I fell in love with my best friend and we get to have this like very, like, you know, we do have like a pretty normal monogamous relationship, you know, at home with like, you know, I've got kids and life and all of that. But then sometimes we just like to have some fun. See, and yeah. I agree. I agree with you, Eric. I think uh, that sex is more of just like a fun thing more than just an intimacy thing. And especially mm -hmm. I've realized that as I've gotten older and I mean, I'm married, but it's like, it almost seems like, and when you have kids, I don't know if you guys have children, um, but it seems like when you have kids and you're married, it's not, it's not intimate anymore anyway. It's kind of like, oh, we fit it in where you can, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, so it's like, okay, let's have a little fun. And then, okay, hurry, the kids might wake up, something like that. So I completely, yeah. oh, absolutely. and I completely agree with that. So I mean, yeah, I, I, and there's I, other things that we feel are more intimate, like even like to him, even like kissing is more intimate yeah. or like making out or like cuddling in bed is he like, even, you know, yeah. when he's like when, you know, he was dating and, you know, hooking up with girls before we like settled down, it was like, ooh, even letting a girl like cuddle in my bed, like, no, thank you. Like I'd hook up with somebody, but like, there was no, yeah, like, like people, like it was, no. it would be weird with her because I'd be like, I want you to actually spend the night. Yeah. He's like, I actually <laughs> want you to stay over and spend the night and wake up with me in the morning. And he's like, that's weird because I don't, that's intimate to him. Is like those sure. kind of yeah. things. And me too. I mean, I've kind of changed over the year and like my views on it, um, over and like, and like we always tell people like the intimate relationship that we have together that we share at home is very different than like the spicy fun side that sometimes we have with friends. You know what I mean? Like there's, it's two very, very different things. Mm -hmm. So neither one of you had this, or you weren't living this kind of lifestyle prior to each other. No, no. you had, I mean, I had a, I had a wife who, I mean, we were, we were train wrecks and hardcore addicts and <laughs> she was bisexual and you get, you know, fucked up at a bar and, bring somebody home and yeah but it wasn't it wasn't really like lifestyle it, it wasn't like yeah. yeah like hey this is the lifestyle that we do and yeah we it was just like lifestyle hey if we get drunk and yeah i start yeah bring a girl home but yeah and i never did i was in a pretty monog i mean very monogamous relationship we had like 
I had like kind of told him and brought it and we had other issues in our relationship. And I think maybe if we were in a better place, the whole like with, you know, other girl, maybe, but it, yeah, I never did. So with people who are listening and considering this lifestyle, can you kind of explain what the experience was like your first time since your first time was together and it hasn't been that long within the last year and a half, I would say. Yeah. Is that what, okay. So yeah. in the last year and a half, your first time, I mean, how did you go about it? What did you do? Like, did you like just our do first a time, Our first time for everything really is, like, yeah. is like not normal. Yeah, we got okay. really lucky with our first time. Yeah, we, well, we got lucky with our first time. We also got lucky with how our relationship developed because it wasn't one of those relationships, like you said, like you've been married, you know, for a while. It's, it wasn't like we were, we've been together for a long time. And I, one night, one of us kind of rolled over to the other and was like, hey, you want to try this out? Or mm -hmm. You know, we had our relationship, we were always really communicative and talkative about it. And it was one of those that were just like, hey, let's kind of try this out. And I knew she wanted to be with a girl. And I had a fan that happened to live local mm -hmm. that had reached out to me. And and he was like, oh, my girlfriend likes girls. And yeah. She happened to be, you know, she made content and she was a girl and, she's, and she was bi. And she was like, oh, that'd be fun. And he's like, yeah, she's never hasn't really tried it much. You know, like in the past, like in college, there was a few, you know, a few things, but you know, she's kind of new to it and she's nervous about it. Like, you know, how'd you feel? And she's like, heck yeah, yeah, I'd be down. You guys like, let's all hang out. So it was just like, it was like an easy, like, it was easy. And, and it was like, we got lucky. We, yeah. 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 So they knew it was like my first time in that situation, like, yeah, especially like, you know, older. And so they both were like, very like aware of like, you know, my me and like how I was feeling and he was very aware of it. It wasn't like he was feeling like he had to make sure he was like dividing attention. And you know, they were merry. Like I was kind of lucky. It was like really focused on like, are you okay? Like, yeah. And I had a couple drinks to like mm -hmm. be call my nerves. Yeah. And, um, but you, it's kind of one of those things where you think you're going to be nervous and you're nervous leaving up to it. But like, once it happens and you get in that moment, you like, you, you know what to do. It's not, <laughs> it's not, it's not so nearly as nerve wracking. Like, I want to try this. Yeah. I, mean, I want to try this. Yeah. Eric's like, you we're comfortable right away. I was like, yeah. So, so the first, first time was girl, but the first time with a couple okay. was different. Yeah. And yeah. And that's what I was going to ask was I didn't, um, I thought you had said that they were married. So I thought maybe the first time was a couple that you guys. No. no. Okay. No, the, 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 we hooked up with our first couple in December. Yeah. That was just in December. Yeah. Yeah. So that one, we met a couple online on an app and they lived, you know, kind of in the area. They live a few hours from us, but they come down to, you know, we're at Boise a lot. And we just started chatting. It was kind of like you do just like in any sort of like situation. Um, there's certain, you know, there's apps for this. And so we um, just started kind of like chatting with them back and forth like you would. And they're like, oh, we're coming to Boise one weekend. Do you want to guys grab dinner? And it's it's really just like, I was like, do you want to grab dinner as friends? There's no expectations, nothing. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, so we grabbed dinner with them and we ended up like drinking and kind of bar hopping for the night. And, uh, and, and then even actually went back to their hotel room to could like have another drink, yeah. but like nothing happens. Like it was just mm. one thing where like, we were all just having fun talking and then and all of a sudden it was like 3am and we're like, shit, we should probably sleep. Yeah. And so then, yeah. And then they ended up coming back out. And so that time we ended up. Yeah. Cause then we had continued to have conversations with them. We're like, Oh, you know, it'd be fun to do, you know, do more. We were comfortable with each other. We all liked each other. So then when they came to visit again, yeah, after Christmas, we all went out again and then, yeah. And then, okay. you know. <laughs> Yeah, I was I was wondering about that. I was wondering how the conversation kind of gets brought up, especially when, you know, it's your first time. So basically, I've heard this before, too. It's kind of like it's 
multiple times meeting up with each other until something actually happens. Yeah. It's all about the comfort and yeah. getting to know each other. And then, you know, each time like a little bit more gets said, or maybe we should try this or what do you yeah. guys think of this? Yeah, that, that makes sense. And yeah. And I mean, and that's the thing. I mean, when you meet these, you meet people, especially on apps, I mean, they're lifestyle apps. And so you kind of know why everyone, you know, why you're in it and they were new to it too. So that was kind of good. We are all kind of new and like, mm -hmm. it's kind of one of those, like, feel it out, see how you feel. Cause we've hung out with couples before too, or we've gone out to dinner and it's not that we didn't really like them. It was just our schedules didn't really work out mm -hmm. and we just never really hung out again. Like we might talk sometimes, but it's not something that just, yeah, it's, we're not. And for us, personally lifestyle we're really big about connection and like making friends in the lifestyle mm -hmm. um we're not just like oh let's find some people to hook up with and like that's it so yeah, that's not, not our not priority really, it's not it's all. not it literally doesn't have a lot to do with sex with us no a lot of it has to do with hanging out and friendship wise mm -hmm. and like open-minded just... like-minded people and if it leads to that cool but like yeah. that's not it's not like we look at each other and we're like oh man we haven't done this in like a week we got to go find somebody yeah and, like put pressure I've, on ourselves yeah, to like, we're not like sex addicts and we're not like oh i need to be with someone else right. or, yeah it's right. nothing like that it's kind of like if it's hot and it happens and for me it's important like, obviously if the girl is in the girls like that's kind of a thing for us we're not in it just to swap like i'm not just looking for other men right <laughs> so for us um so yeah it kind of just has to be the right the right vibe we're real picky and real we take our time so yeah well and being so used to that monogamous relationship in your past the first time it happened did you guys was there ever any sense of jealousy or anything that kind of like made you think maybe we shouldn't have done this or i can't believe she's with another guy right now or he's with another girl was there any thought like that going on in your guys's head not really no. as far as like the <laughs> no, not, no not in that first situation <laughs> especially okay because i think Eric was, it was kind of that one of those things where it was like, it was fun. And like I, the girl and I, you know, had fun, but like Eric didn't really have, like, he realized he was like, I kind of rather just be with you. Like, and I was kind of the same way. Like for, that's when we realized I was like, yeah, I don't really have any strong desire to be with other men. And he was like, you know, I mean, yeah, hooking up with a, you know, it's hot for a minute, but he was like, mm, I kind of was just waiting to get back to like, to be with you. Yeah. I mean, it, it, cause it's yeah. one of those things like, you know, if you're not doing it because like, we have a really healthy sex life. Like I'll say, I'll say this, like us dating is healthier than a lot of my marriage sex lives. You know, I mean, it's, it's rare that we, we don't go like literally more than like two days. Yeah. Ever. If we do, it's cause we're like, we, we yeah, had COVID. We had COVID, you know, <laughs> I mean, I think that was the only time we, we didn't, um, we'll usually have sex almost every night. So we have a really healthy sex life still, even after knowing each other this long where it doesn't, it's not necessarily to fill that gap. It's just to kind of have that little bit of fun. And mm -hmm. so even then it's not really that intimate. It's more like spicy. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a different kind of fun. Well, and then we started noticing like couples now as we got, I've gotten more into lifestyle, like when a couple's really into each other and they're more in it because they just want to do this fun, hot, spicy activity together. And you know, the girls are into each other and things like that. It's just hot and fun. But then there's also the, some couples who are like, the guys only want to do it because they want to hook up with another woman, you know, and then there's that sure. vibe. And we, and we realized for us, that was a huge turnoff. Yeah. Like a, when the guys just start flirting with me or talking to me or wanting me and I would, we all like that, that's kind of like, yeah, mm -hmm. something that we've. And I know that's a huge turnoff for you. The yeah. Girls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So for us, it was, yeah. So we have yeah, kind of changed over time and established a lot more boundaries and like conversations about how mm -hmm. we feel about it. But yeah, it wasn't a bad experience. And we're still friends with them. And yeah. we hung out with them again, and 
you know, it's yeah. just not, yeah. I mean, it's one of those things, like, it's, it's, you think it would make, like, I think most people out there would be like, dude, if I literally saw my girl just getting right have, yeah. having sex with somebody else or giving head to somebody else, like, that would really bother me or whatever. And I don't know. I, I maybe I'm just weird, and I've become numb to it because I'm like, are. yeah, I'm, I'm just like, okay. Lucky I thought it was hot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and I, yeah, and I've heard that, and I think I would kind of feel the same way. But at the same time, I think more than anything, it would be more of a a worry for me. Like, what if this guy's better than me, or you know what I mean? Like, you have the concern of like, oh well, what if he's bigger than me or you know what I mean just like yeah. everything like you think of what's going on in in your partner's head it's yeah. like does she look like she's no, enjoying that yeah, more? yeah. yeah. No, it, 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 no believe me it does fuck. yeah it, we're it, human it does yeah. fuck with you because when you have your own intimate time you lose track that that's really enjoyable together and even like when we hook up like another couple or with another girl I'm way different than I am with her alone in bed like actually like intimate passionate sex to me is very different to new to me still so i really enjoy that with her and when it's with somebody else it's yeah, aggressive times, you know yeah and that. i'm like you've never done that what are you doing that's a position i've never seen you what? yeah and then it's also weird like from a guy standpoint like you hear your girl moaning a little bit different and you're like wait are you you enjoying that more like what right right fuck? what are you doing over there that i don't do you know yeah and you forget that you're just kind of like hey dude it's in the moment and you do kind of play it up a little bit because you don't want the other people to think that you're not enjoying yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, you are yeah. moaning a lot more because you don't. Yeah. Well, and I guess, I guess for us, I and mean, we've, we've done even our own, you know, the podcasting on jealousy. Like for us, the jealousy comes from like more insecurities or like, you know, I'm like, oh, is she skinnier than me or prettier than me or bigger boot, you know, mm -hmm. things like that. But he knows those insecurities. And I just know our relationship is so strong and I know how he feels about me. Like even if, for one second, the sex was better or she had bigger boobs than me. I know our connection is so much deeper than that. And he would never, you know what I mean? Like, he's not just going to leave me for some girl that, you know, I, I just know our relationship. Yeah. It's, our, it's so much deeper than that. Than just yeah, one moment of like hot sex. Yeah. Yeah. It's emotional love, not just physical yeah. love. Yeah. yeah. And, you and, yeah, and that's that why sense. people in this lifestyle, you have to have that such deep emotional good, like relationship yeah. and such a good connection to even consider this lifestyle because it, we really look at it as a hot activity we do together. It's not like I'm going to get with this girl and he's going to get with him. This is something yeah. like hot that we're doing as a couple with together. somebody. Yeah. And people that we get to know and trust. And you're so, in group yeah. chat. So, you know, even with guys and stuff and even with women, that other insecurity of like, Oh, they're going to try and steal my girl from me, you know? That, that's why we love it if couples like madly in love with each other. If they're madly in love with each other and stuff, it's cool. And then you're in a group chat and you realize like the guy's not really doing anything shady. Because I mean, at least from a guy standpoint, I'm I'm extremely skeptical of guys. I am madly, madly skeptical of guys. Mm -hmm. um, well, because we've yeah, cause had bad experiences. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I've had just... multiple men ask me behind like his back and like his wife's back to have affairs in this lifestyle. Well, and that's like, the thing with with guys. I mean when we're thinking with our dicks and not with our heads, we're all scumbags. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we, yeah. we just think of anything and we don't think of the repercussions after the fact, but yeah. during so we that have, moment, we have some bad experiences, but our relationship and the reason that he does trust me is because when those situations arose or a guy would message me, I was like, I, I mean, before I'm even responding to the guy, I'm like, Oh my God, babe, look what he said. You know, mm -hmm. like I'm like, 
this is so gross. Like I have no need to talk to men. Like what, like, you know, and it would just turn me off. And I would, I mean, I've blocked people. We've yeah. not talked to them anymore. So and that builds like more that. of a so, trust too in this yeah. lifestyle of realizing that you're just in this together to have fun. Cause like I do the same thing. If a girl reaches out to me, I might like literally in like the first two sentences, I'm like, you know, oh, Candace does all the talking. I don't really talk, you know, here's her, here's her Snapchat, you know, talk to her. And then yeah. she adds me back into a group chat. Cool. But I'm not going to really talk to you anymore. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, it's just such a respect that we have. So that does help. This ties in back to the jealousy. Like this does, it does help present some of that jealousy because I'm, I don't really feel like there's any, and if I ever felt jealous, I'd be like, babe, I feel jealous. I'm not comfortable. And he'd be like, okay, no, nope. right, like, yeah. So. Do you ever, do you ever feel like on the apps that you guys use? Cause, uh, I'm not too familiar with them, but I know there's one like SLS. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Okay. So Unicorn landing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unicorn. We'll talk about, we'll, we'll yeah. talk about that. We'll talk about that. But I, I was curious, do you guys, have you found that there are a lot of people on those apps that are more out there just looking for that, you know, like hookup and that secretive affair type um, thing. So it really, I, I mean, I've heard people say this and I've had, yes, some men yeah. reach out to me, but truthfully we have been really lucky. We have met some very, very genuine people off of the app and um, you know, people in the lifestyle and we've gotten lucky, but I have heard horror stories about a lot of the apps but there are a lot of single men I and mean, we'll get single men reaching out. But honestly, the creepiest single men are coming from like Twitter and Twitter, Reddit, Reddit and OnlyFans. stuff like that. Like when you yeah. start really actually blowing it, you know, you're promoting your other stuff. Um, guys who don't know at all what the lifestyle are real creepy mm -hmm. because they instantly think lifestyle. You instantly think of what you saw on Pornhub. They think you're or, easy. You know, you think that all you, you she's just banging a bunch of dudes. Yeah. Like they really have no They're idea like, how oh, broad. I can satisfy right. her better than yeah. you can. So I get a lot of guys like that. But I truthfully have not had a, really a lot of bad experiences on apps. I mean, I've had some with men and men reaching out, but nothing like. If we were to break it down into percentages, I would say like 25% of the guys on there pretend they're on there to try and hook up behind their wife's back. 50% of the people on there are on there that have never been in this lifestyle that are literally just curious, have talked it over a little bit. But I then mean, they still don't know what they, they want. They don't know what they want to do. I mean, they're just, they, they're, they're just exploring. This was an idea. They found some apps and downloaded it. And then the other 25% are in the lifestyle, know what it's about, know what boundaries are. You know, you, those people you can move through the conversations rather quickly with. Yeah. Uh, and see if you vibe. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I definitely have been, there's been plenty, a handful of men in different situations that are, I've get some, un, you know, unsolicited dick pics and uh, asked to have a few affairs. And I'm like, can you bring your wife? I'm like, does your wife know you do, you're doing this? And they're like, oh yeah, you know, she just doesn't really do much of the communication. I'm like, that's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> so when you guys uh, started doing this, I guess I should say before you started doing this, did you guys sit down and have a pretty extensive conversation about, hey, I think we need to lay out some rules or not necessarily rules, but like, I should say, um, maybe. Boundaries. I don't, I don't know. boundaries I, I Yeah. Okay. Boundaries. There we go. You know, just it's like some sort of boundaries. boundaries. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I guess I would, I would say honestly, like when we, when we I did actually, this, before we even talked to anybody, we actually laid out boundaries now that I'm thinking about it. But not too much for the girls. It was more no. like, yeah. Like when, like the first hookup with like a girl was more just like hot. I mean, we did talk about like, is there any do's or don'ts? And yeah, like, like I told that. you, like I wanted to always finish with you. Yeah, you would do all the communication. 
And I went, um, we don't, he doesn't, we don't kiss the opposite sex about the neck. Yeah, but, yeah. Well, originally it was like, I didn't want to kiss the girl. Yeah. And then you were like, well, I don't really want to kiss other guys. And then, so then we came up with no, yeah. no making out or kissing above the neck. Of the opposite sex. Of the opposite sex. I can kiss girls. And I'm straight, so I don't, I don't <laughs> you don't kiss, want to kiss I don't want to kiss guys. Um, sure. And so, yeah, I mean, we, we formed some boundaries mm-hmm. in the beginning, but the rest of the boundaries really came through experience. Yeah, just experience and, yeah, over time and learning more about the lifestyle and even hearing other couples' boundaries. And we're like, oh, that's that's a good idea. That's, you know, that's mm-hmm. so things like that. But, yeah, I mean, we had some good conversations in the beginning, but I do think every time um, is another conversation about what you do or didn't like or, you know, something like that. And I think – and. And my, it's like a week-long conversation, Yeah, too. and my big thing is, I in the beginning, I think I was a little more naive to the whole swinging lifestyle. And so I was, you know, I didn't want to hurt people's feelings. Mm-hmm. And I was, you know, like, if a guy was talking to me, I was like, oh, I don't want to be rude. Now I'm like, nope, block, by. I'm super firm in my boundaries. I don't waver from them. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't feel like, I'm not in this lifestyle to, like, please anybody else. And so, well, please. <laughs> you know what I mean. I'm not yeah. in this lifestyle emotionally. Emo- yes, emotionally yeah. to please anyone else, and so I'm just very true to yeah my like yeah. our boundaries and yeah. So when you st- how long have you been on TikTok now? Me or we are together have been. We made the account in. I think September. Uh, no, October. We. It was like maybe even closer to November. Yeah, maybe even closer to November. Yeah. We made so our maybe joint. September. Oh, did you say October? October, I think. I'd say October, maybe, yeah. yeah. So it was before you guys were... Oh, yeah, we did some Halloween ones. Yeah. Sorry, I was trying to think of what our, some of our first ones were. Yes, I'd say October. So it was before you guys considered yourself the, in the lifestyle? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was more just like cute relationship stuff in the beginning. If you look like back at our old, old stuff, it was more just like... And we didn't really know what we were going to do with it. We kept kind of going back and forth. Like, it was funny, or it was... And I didn't want to be too dirty... Even if you look at our TikTok now, like obviously it's rated R, it's, it's, you know, it's a, it's the lifestyle, but I'm still very careful at keeping it like a PG 13. Like I, yeah. my biggest thing is not a coming across as trashy. And so, um, so yeah, we kind of went back and forth with some of our TikToks on, um, so yeah. And yeah. it just kind of evolved. It was like a slow, like. I think the whole like liking unicorns kind of started mm-hmm. TikToks, and then the next thing we know, it was just, just kind of yeah. We slowly just started yeah. opening up and being more talkative about yeah. it. Yeah, realized there was like a community about it, and it I, was a good yeah. like because I like TikTok, but my TikTok and the views were great. Yeah, my yeah, my, <laughs> my, my my TikTok always got stuck on the side of TikTok you don't want to be on, and so this is like a nice escape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's funny. I don't know. Like, so I started. I got interested in this couple that I just saw talking about it. Um, I forgot what they go by, but Northern girl and Southern or Southern girl, Northern guy. Oh, yeah. Or yeah. Lacey and Dan. Yeah. Yes. So Lacey and Dan. And so I, I sat in there live for a little bit and I watched and it's something about TikTok, but like it sucked me into like the swinger algorithm. So like I was seeing so much content from swingers and, uh-huh. and it, and even though I'm not one myself, I'm not against that lifestyle whatsoever. I actually find it very interesting, but my, I know my wife would never go for it. Yeah. But, but then I, it has you thinking. You're like, but maybe could be, could be fun. <laughs> I've brought the conversation up. I have. And, yeah. like, we've talked about it. And we are curious, but, like, it made me more curious. The more and more I learned about it and watched because, 
just like you said earlier, everybody has this initial perspective that it's just like one big orgy. You just go and sleep with whoever, whenever, and it's super dirty. But like now that I've really kind of paid attention and learned about it, it's, it's like you said, a community and it's like friends hanging out. Like I would with my friends only, I mean, you guys don't have limitations. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And 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 you can have these conversations. Like we even went to dinner last night with a friend who's a unicorn and we've actually hooked up with her before, but we've also hung out with her a lot and not. And like last night we all just went out to dinner and we talk about guys that she's dating in our lives, but we can have these conversations and it's just kind of like this new spicy fun that you could almost like feel comfortable, like talking to people about this without any shame. Yeah. There's no judgment. There's no shame. And that's, that's the thing too. Like you've kind of brought it up is like, because if you do get kind of stuck on it, people don't realize that a lot of people do get stuck on uh, more that your TikTok grows, you build in your head this image that you're more than what you really are. Um, and I've, I've experienced that firsthand. Um, and you build this ego all of a sudden, and it's about the views and the content, and you start to portray an image of something that really isn't what it is. Because if you truly meet people in the lifestyle, they're like this, that you're sitting on your couch, you're working, you're... You can't meet, you don't do it a whole lot because you have kids and you're juggling, you know, life. Uh, yeah. life. Uh, you, you go to a swinger club and you, you like, we'll go to swinger clubs and we won't hook up with anyone. We'll people watch, we'll dance on the floor. Um, and then we'll meet go back friends. to our hotel. Yeah. yeah, we'll meet friends. We'll go back to our hotel room, you know, and do stuff. Um, it, but when you look at it on the creator aspect, they all of a sudden, it's all about the views and I got to get my views higher and, and what sells is sex sells. So I got to portray it more sex and more yeah. sex. And then it, it almost gives flips, it a bad name. Yeah. It flips that image around of like, Hey, this is something fun that couples can do and how it actually benefits your relationship. And you know, there's bad experiences and good experiences, and all this into this. Yeah. I'm just banging everything that walks through the door. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then that's why, and then people come after us and I get real defensive because we do get a lot of hate. Of course. I mean, everyone gets hate on TikTok, no matter what you, you could be literally right. the Pope and get hate on TikTok. Um, but people like, I get real defensive when people like just come after me or like degrade me or something like that. Cause I'm like, you have no idea. You have no idea what our relationship is like. And for me, people don't realize it's, I mean, the, you know, the trauma that I went to with through like relationships and things like that and getting to finally explore my sexuality, which I've never gotten to do until my, you know, now at 37, I'm like, people have no idea how, what I've been through and how long it's taken me to get to this point in my life. So yeah, I get real defensive when people portray it as like just trashy and getting laid. And I'm like, that's not what it is. Right. And so it sounds like we're the same age. I, I just turned 38 last week. Oh, and, nice. Yeah, 41. And I, so he's, he's grandpa. <laughs> well, I think, and, and I, I love this. Um, there's something about our generation that we have brought things that were looked down upon in the past, like growing up, you know, so another thing and it's a weird comparison but tattoos right Mm -hmm. everybody that had tattoos when i was younger was looked at oh they've been to prison oh you know like they you know they're in gangs things like that so then so then these tv shows started coming out like miami inc la inc and it started slowly getting more and more accepted and i feel the same thing is going on now with that lifestyle because TikTok, I think, had a lot to do with it, and there could be more, but at least that's my experience with it. But no, I believe TikTok has opened so many doors for people, just even with their sexuality and yeah, yeah the lifestyle, like poly lifestyles, not any sort of non-monogamous. People are seeing that it's people are seeing other people like them and accepting them.
I'm I'm a pretty firm believer in you should live the way you want to, and no one should be able to judge you, um, except for if you believe in God. That's the only person that should. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, uh, people look after us like God hates you. God's judging you. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's for God to decide, not you on TikTok, Karen. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I was like, but sounds it, like you're being awfully judgy right now, and God doesn't like that either. So yeah, I, exactly. Yeah. It, 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 you know, it's funny because people are so quick to to point out what they consider sinning, but if they look at their own life, they will see yep. that a lot of what they're doing is sinning as well, you know? And yeah. Or they'll be like, but, you have no morals, you exactly. know, and all, that we get that a lot. And I'm like, who, who, who made these morals? Like who, who made up, you know, morals are made up. They're made, everyone's got their own belief system. It's like you to push your beliefs on anybody is like our biggest, like, well, like, and why assume that everybody, and, and then they're like, God, he's going to, you know, judge you all this. I'm like, how do you assume everyone's Christian? Like, I don't want around just assuming everyone believes in a God that I believe in and, you know, or. It's, well, that, yeah. But it's just so funny because people will tell you, you know, your, your marriage is going to fail, relate, your relationship is going to fail. And it's like, okay, you're going to get on there. You're going to judge people about how their relationship is going to fail. Yet you hate your husband or you hate your wife. And, you know, you're, 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 you guys don't even talk. You're on the brink of divorce. Mm -hmm. And you're going to tell you me how my relationship is unhealthy because yeah. I'm happy. Like, this is, I mean, and I'm, I just, why so people are so concerned about yeah. it? Like, what if our relationship yeah. does fail in five years? It could fail if we were monogamous, too. Like, I don't really think that's, like, yeah. yeah. Like, that's why it frustrates me, too. I'm like. A relationship isn't going to fail over this. It's yeah, going to fail because gonna of fail multiple things, have, yeah. just like any, any relationship does. Yeah. Well, and especially when it's not affecting the other person, like, you know, if you don't, if you don't believe in something, you don't have to do it. So therefore mm -hmm. you don't even need to judge someone else because it doesn't affect you, nope. you know? And, uh, so I hate to compare it to this, but growing up, I was raised Catholic uh -huh. and, and I was always told, you know, gay is wrong. It's a sin. So I felt myself looking at people that were gay in a negative way growing up. Well, when I moved uh, to Hollywood and I was editing movies and TV shows, I don't know if you've ever been out there, but I mean, the, Oh yeah. No, I lived in Orange County for yeah, five lived, years. Lived in Orange okay. County. Yeah. So the population, I mean, there, there's quite a bit of, of gays yeah. and, you know, yeah. and it was something I had to get used to. And at first it was really tough, but then, you know, as I think it was just a more maturity thing, but like I was able to, get over that so quickly. Like it never crossed my mind in a negative way. It was just like, you know what? Like, it's not affecting me. They should live their life the way they want to live. Yeah. And, 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 and I we feel were raised that brainwashed that way. I was raised exactly. very conservative Christian home and very brainwashed. And yeah. you know, you got married, you had kids, nobody got divorced. And then when my parents got divorced and there was like, you found out about like some infidelity and all this different stuff. It was like, it opened my eyes to like, you know, what was really out yeah. there. And yeah, I've, definitely yeah i was raised very conservative yeah yeah it's crazy but you guys have kind of gone to that next level and so you have a new app that you've created yes. so and, yeah no go ahead no i was just gonna say um i know it's the unicorn unicorn landing landing okay and i know in the lifestyle unicorn is and correct me if i'm wrong but it's a, a female that is single but hooks up with, with couples? Yeah. So it's typically okay. a bisexual female 
that likes to play with couples. Um, I mean, truthfully, the majority of them are like women that have like been through divorces and wanting to explore their sexuality. Like I would be a unicorn if I was single because I like both and it's fun until I, you know, settle down either with a man or a woman. But um, so typically it's yes. And usually they're single. Sometimes there are people occasionally in the lifestyle who like play alone, meaning like they might go off and be able to play with couples or women without their spouses. Uh, but typically it's a single female that just kind of is, is bi and likes to have some fun. Mm -hmm. So for me, I like women. So it was always very important for me in the lifestyle that I, you know, made these connections with women. And I mean, I wasn't just out, again, out there just to like rail a bunch of dudes and any, for any of that. And it was always really important to Eric that I made the connections, you know, for just like, you know, my jealousy purposes and just, he felt like that was really important. And so for us, but then I did keep having some bad experiences where men were just constantly reach out and lie about their, you know, their spouses or hit on me or think I'm easy. And then we just kind of kept throwing around. I'm like, man, there just needs to be a place. I was like, where do you find all these unicorns? Cause they're hard to find also. And I was like, and that women can like talk to women and the men are just like, leave me alone. And the idea just kind of, we kept having these conversations about, I mean, it even started with like, do we start a Facebook group? Like it would just be fun to have a community of women um, that, you know, by women that like to talk to women. And then, yeah, it doesn't mean we're anti-men and don't want our spouses to be involved. It's just, you know, women, we like to make those connections. If I'm going to share my man with somebody, it's going to be someone that I get to know and I trust and I'm comfortable with. And I know that they're into me and they're not just like into me because they want to try to steal him or something. So that we just kept throwing these ideas around. And one day I was like, well, what about like a dating site? Because that at least like the, the dating app um, feature. Uh, yeah. With made it so you could search your area, things like that. Search your area, and you found people with the same interests as you, and you could, you 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 could kind of weed through the women, even too, in a sense, to find the right women that you vibe with, mm -hmm. and, and it, you know, it's a format, it's a system that works. Yeah. So. So yeah, so we decided to build a website. Uh, we had it built. Um, we found a company that kind of had some of the dating software, and we're like, let's just see how it does. We started kind of throwing the idea out there to people on TikTok. You know, we made our own unicorn landing TikTok page. And I finally launched that. I launched it in mid-April. Mm -hmm. We launched it, and because we had talked about an app, but apps are expensive and a lot of work. So, like, let's see how a website does first. Within two weeks, we had over a thousand users. And we're like, okay, we gotta get. We have to have an app. Wow. So within two weeks, we were already working with our developers to develop the app, and that was in May. And then the app just launched beginning of July. So it was it was a process. Mm -hmm. Still is a process. Yeah, congratulations on that. Thank and you. I guess for a better understanding, is it a an app for couples to put themselves on that are looking for unicorns and unicorns go on that to find a couple that they would like yes, to do that with? But it is yes, but it is only the female of the couple. So like I'm on Unicorn Landing. Let's just I mean, obviously I am, it's my app, but I okay. make the connections. So but I can also look for not just it doesn't just have to be unicorns. You can choose on there. There's two options. You can choose if you're a couple or a unicorn. So obviously I put couple um, so people know I'm in a relationship. But then under the what are you looking for, there are the options. You can put unicorn. You can put other couples because I also don't mind meeting up with other couples if it's the right couple and we vibe. Um, you can put friends just because you're looking for friends. And I said you put poly relationship because some people like more mm -hmm. of the poly situation. You could put content creators. We're allowing because, I mean, a lot of girls are, you know, a lot of girls they have, have only fans. fans. And they're looking for content, other content creators on a lifestyle. So we really just wanted this platform for these women to feel empowered and feel like they could make these connections. They 
they were able to look for things that they liked and, you know, explore their sexuality. And most of the women are really, I mean, you know, in, you know, second marriages or something, or even, you know, in, in their thirties and forties and just kind of exploring their sexuality and in a really safe, like comfortable place without being, yeah, bombarded, bombarded by guys and yeah. dick pics and yeah. guys, guys don't take no for an answer. So even like, even on like the, the, this, the other lifestyle sites, you know, you can tell a guy no or whatever, and they'll keep messaging you, yeah. and they don't stop, and it's like you... Or, and they're begging. Yeah. And you like, on Reddit, beg. we get so many guys that, like, beg. They're oh. like, please, please let me have a chance at your woman, and he's like, no. She like, said I'm, no. Like, I'm literally on here just to promote OnlyFans, bro. Like, I'm not... We happen to be swingers. Like, no. Yeah. So, so, yeah, that's how Unicorn Landing kind of came about, and it's just kind of been evolving. Um and we have about 5,000 users right now. Uh, we have wow. some big promotional campaigns to continue to grow it, but the app's been having a few issues. So I'm kind of like holding off. I'm like, I, I want all the, app, the apps to be working correctly before I really do it, like explode them. But then we have a lot of, um, we're doing a lot of um, club, club promotions. We've okay. got like five or six club promotions in the next few months where we go to the clubs um, lifestyle clubs. We, it's typically like a unicorn theme night or like a girly theme of some kind. And we, we just talk about our app. We bring swag. We've got like, you know, bracelets and stickers and tattoos. And we just talk about our app and hang out and yeah, promote it. So that's, that's awesome. our life. Eric, Eric quit his full-time job and this is now what we do full-time. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I can't, I can't wait to be there, <laughs> but is your uh, is your app subscription based or is it a free app? So it does. I mean, apps aren't free to create. It's thousands of dollars to even create an app, and then you have to right. pay for your server and you have to pay your developers and you have to pay. I mean, Google takes fees, Apple takes fees, Visa make. If we pay five hundred dollars a month or a year in Visa fees, we pay. It's insane. Yeah. Um, so it, they so they're just not free to run. So yeah, it's free to sign up. You can even like sign up, search your area, and if you see, um, because some because it is still kind of new, and some areas might not have a ton of people. Um, but if you do find people that you want to talk to and finally have those conversations, then for the premium membership, it's $4.99 a month. So we felt like $4.99 a month was cheap enough that people could give it a try mm -hmm. and not, and you know, it was still fun, but not, but it, you could still cover our yeah, costs. Yeah, it would, it, it would cover what we have to cover. And like, because a lot of the lifestyle apps out there are all run I'm kind of the same way. Yeah, I'm paying $20 a month for an app that we're a lifestyle app that we're on. I mean, it's much larger and it's been around sure. for years and years you know and eventually we're i mean we might raise the price a couple bucks you know eventually when it gets to that point yeah maybe six ninety nine. Yeah, maybe we're thinking 6.99 eventually when we have more features and it's it's grown but um yeah i mean people are willing to pay for i mean we're providing a service we are bringing and we also for the women that oh, it's all women you're, there's a facebook and a discord group page so women can join that and have a little more like fun, like asking questions, chatting sort of a thing as well. So we have those resources for users as well. So I think this is really cool that you guys have taken something that you are, you were once like just interested in and then it became like a, I don't even know how to Josh? put it. Like, no, I don't want to put like a. I don't want to put it like a hobby. Like it wasn't like something you guys were just doing it for fun, meeting people and you've turned it into kind of like your entire life. And, yeah, and I think that's important. Yeah. And I when think we it's say important. Lifestyle, we, we really mean lifestyle. Yeah. 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 And people always ask, we kind of joke, we've been so busy with the app. And I mean, again, we've got kids and life and 
so we don't even lifestyle that often. And we kind of joke, we're like, man, for us talking about the lifestyle and being in it so much, we haven't, we have we're like, we better go be in the lifestyle soon. <laughs> yeah. Like we'll go, we went like three months with like, yeah, we like hadn't talked or done yeah. anything in like three months. And we're like, maybe we should, we should probably reach out to somebody. <laughs> We need to be in the lifestyle. We're well, too busy and, to be in the lifestyle. And I, I believe I saw it. I can't remember if I saw it on TikTok or Instagram or something, but you guys also have an OnlyFans, correct? Yeah. And, and people and, are like, why are swingers only? I, we always, I hear that a lot. Like, mm-hmm. Why do swingers have OnlyFans? I was like, I think because it gets to the point where we're already so open about our sexuality. We've already crossed that bridge that like people already like, shame us or we're like, why not? And it's also a way, e- so it's a way easier way for for couples to meet up and actually like hook up. Well, if they make too. couples, yeah. like if, they make like if you if you meet yeah. if you meet another couple that does OnlyFans content, it's like the conversation instead of that whole dating aspect, even too, is more like, hey, do you guys need content? Yeah, we need content. Yeah, we need content too. Are you guys not? Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? Then it's not like hot. It's more but like then it's not, content isn't really hot. Yeah, it's then like it's not fun. Then. Yeah. So, but yeah. Because you're like, hold that position for a few minutes. That's good. Okay, let's switch. <laughs> and so, honestly, like, I mean, we have a platform now. And that's the thing, too. To, to make money on OnlyFans, you have to promote it. Right. You have to have some sort of platform. You have to be, you have to interest people in wanting to see you naked. And so, yeah, I know, I don't, I always feel weird talking, but I forget that, like, I'm not on TikTok or anything. I can say things like that um so yeah so it was just for us it was like oh we have this platform and i mean and we need to do something that pays and make some money right in between because like because that's a that's a big misconception a lot of people have is that you make a lot of money off of social media if you have a big social media following you're gonna make a lot of money and ours isn't that big and our ours ours isn't that big and ours makes i have 1.9 million followers on tiktok and our platform is so small in comparison to that. And we make more money. And we make more money than I did with that. Wow. And people don't and people don't realize that. Um, and so yeah, the money doesn't necessarily. I mean, you do make some from the creator fund, wow. but you have it's more of like the plat. What you use your platform? Do you do advertisements? Do you do your podcast? Do you know? Do we do our OnlyFans things like that? I think that's where yeah. Our YouTube and where channel. Do you, where do you direct the traffic to? Yeah. You know, most people. Mm-hmm. Most people didn't come up with an app like this, so they direct yeah, them to I mean, OnlyFans, you know? It was extra money. Well, and I, I have personally never gone on OnlyFans, so I don't know much about it. <laughs> but I know. I know. I'm bored. Are you okay? You feeling all right? <laughs> yeah. I can send you a link, bro. <laughs> <laughs> if your well, wife allows you, you guys can look at it together. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. I don't think she would care. I just personally haven't gotten on there. But... I'm wondering. I didn't really know much about it before he, like, yeah, before you had one. I never yeah. really was on there either, yeah. yeah. Well, is your account just you two, or do you guys do the lifestyle on there as well? Um, It's mostly us. Actually, it's probably 80% me, because let's be honest, that's what more people yeah. want to see females than yeah. okay. men. Minute, minute. Um, even females want to see females more yeah. than. And then there's us on there together. And then um, there's a few. Yeah, we've got a few yeah. girls we've done content with. Um, and we were actually supposed to tomorrow make couple content with a couple that's in the lifestyle that lives here in town. Uh, cause they are, they have a page and they're like, we need content. We're like, we need content. Um, so we, but, but they, yeah, but work happens, but work life happens. happens yeah. You know? So we're not, but it's mostly us. Um, but we, I mean, we're not yeah opposed to making content with people. It's hard to find content creators, especially like you'll find them 
we'll find a lot on TikTok and people mm -hmm. will reach out to us, but they live in, you know, Florida or yeah. Texas. And you're like, okay, hey, well, unless you want to fly out here. Like, <laughs> right. So finding local content creators is hard. And I think if we put maybe more effort into it, we've just been so busy with the app. It's not like our OnlyFans isn't like our huge number one priority right now. We just, it does make us money. So we still kind of keep it up, but it's not like this, like our huge priority to grow and be like some big OnlyFans stars or something. Right. And, and, and even then with OnlyFans, it's a, it's a grind and a hustle and it's just like everything else. The, the, the 1% that makes bank off of it will brag and show the bank that they make off of it. Where if, when people actually do the research, I mean, we, we make well above, but I mean, like the average OnlyFans creator makes like a hundred bucks a month or 150 bucks yeah. a month. Like if that's all we made, like we would not be. No, I would waste yeah. my time. Right. Yeah. But the only reason we, it's, it is a hustle and a, like he said, a grind and he's, you know, posting on Twitter, posting on Reddit. We talk about it on our lives. We mention it on our YouTube videos in our own podcast, things like that. So people, you know, we, we get a lot of people reach out like, Oh, I heard your podcast. And I heard you talk yeah. about it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, and the reason I brought that up was I was curious do you guys enjoy making that kind of content more than going out and doing the lifestyle stuff or do you, or vice versa? Um, so for us, there's, we do, we actually have some stipulations within our OnlyFans content. Um, okay. we, we can't, we can't film at home. Um, it's put yeah. in my, it was put in custody papers and I agreed to that. My ex wanted some better control. And that's a whole other story, but and I sure. said, that's fine. I have no problem not making content at home. Um, and so we actually, it keeps our lives very separate. It keeps our spicy, fun life separate from our like monogamous, intimate home life. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we do like to go out and have spicy fun. It is hard because it's like, like for instance, this weekend, we have a weekend with no kids and we were going to make some content, but we also have some friends that are in a lifestyle that want to hang out. We also want to go on dates alone. So it's like, you know, in our own relationship and go do something fun with just us with no kids for the weekend. And so yeah. I mean, Trying to divide that. I don't know. I mean, both are fun. Yeah, it's not as hot though. It's more. It's more work to film content. I yeah. feel like it's more okay. work, and I like kind of. It's kind of. It's. It's. They're both are fun to start off with, but at least like when you're just having fun and it's not on camera, you just have fun and then you're done and you're like, okay. We're, well, it's, it's hot. It's, you're like you're focused yeah. on it being like hot and fun, but yeah, but with mm -hmm. the filming content, it's more like we got to get this position, get this position, and there has been times where we've filmed content and I'm like. Yeah, we'll finally get to the point where we're like, dude, I'm like, let's, I'm tired. Let's stop. I'm like, what a waste let's, of like a, you know, I'm like, yeah, let's, let's just have fun. Yeah. Like, let's go do something else fun. Like, we were supposed to make content with friends this weekend, but we were going to go do it at a hotel that had a pool and like go have dinner and drinks. I was like, can we at least have some fun? <laughs> can we go do something too? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so it's, I mean, it's, it's work. It really is a grind. Sure. Do you <laughs> think it's, uh, do you ever feel weird that I have an ex wife as well? But do you ever find it weird that they know you're doing that and possibly watching? I mean, yeah, do you they ever? Used to. Oh no, they used to. He used to pay people to watch us and spy on us on all of our content. Yeah. Is that? I mean, that's got to be. That's a weird. I mean, yeah. But he's and, also and getting remarried, and, and I'm like, hey, bro, that's what you. I, I mean, at first, I mean, this, you know, I mean, we've been divorced a while now and all of that. Sure. But um, I, if that's what he chooses to do with his time and. At least he's paying us. He's paying. He's, he's, he's paying someone to pay us money. I. <laughs> yeah, have at it. I mean, I. Yeah, it's, I think it's weird. Like, I don't want to see him doing that. And I honestly right. don't think he watches it anymore. I think he has. 
he has people. He I, has a, like a family member or somebody who's. Yeah, he's to got it. subscribe. He's got people subscribed to it to keep an eye on us, like making sure I'm like not doing it at home and things like that. We mm. do have spies, but yeah, it's childish and weird. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking weird. It, it is weird, uh, and I and I you know obviously I don't want to get too too into that. No, you're fine. Stuff, we don't mind but... talking about it. I'll even talk about it too. I'd say all this to him, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah. And I just, I don't know, I have, with my ex-wife, if I knew she was watching me or just, I, I would feel weird about it, but. So I'm um, not going to lie. There has been a few times where like, it crosses my mind, like I'll post something and I'm like, oh man, if someone I knew saw this or like, I'll even sometimes think I'm like, oh man, if he sees this, I'm like, and then I'll like laugh. I'm like, <laughs> well then, but as, as like, you got, I got to think too, like you as a woman, it's probably like, he's probably more like man, how come she never did this with me while we were together? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, <laughs> well, and he, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, so, and he wasn't even opposed to like filming or anything. So it's not even like he can get mad about that kind of stuff. Sure. It's more, he just likes to have a little bit of control. So I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, no, I do think it's weird, but I think it's starting to die off now. I mean, he's getting remarried and I think at this okay. point he's kind of like, but you hear those horror stories well, and, where somebody's uncle signs up for theirs or, a family member signs up for theirs. Yeah. Like, that's right. weird. Yeah. 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 Well, I've heard the story. And that's the thing on OnlyFans. Everyone's username is like a letter or just like numbers. Like no one's got like their names or anything on it. So you have no idea who you're right. talking to. If people message you, it could be, it could be anybody. Yeah. yeah. And then so I, in my head, I'm just like, you're the sicko that's watching this. If you know me, uh, you're paid, <laughs> whatever. That's on you. Yeah, That's true. <laughs> And so you guys have a podcast as well? Yeah, yep. the Impulsive Duo. We're, we're the Impulsive Duo on everything. Yep, it's on, it, we're on Full Swap Radio. Okay. So it's, um, so Full Swap Radio is a radio, it's a it's a web-based radio program that sure, um, yeah. stream, streaming site for, um, it's all like lifestyle podcasts as far as like, you know, poly, kink, lifestyle, or, you know, mm -hmm. uh, swingers, whatever else and yeah. people yeah in the lifestyle and then we are also just i mean it's on we film all of them live like kind of like this and so we do they're on youtube we have a youtube channel spotify and then itunes, spotify itunes all and those, yeah. okay so for yeah. all the listeners if you're interested in this lifestyle or have any questions uh check out their podcast and yeah, check thanks. out their youtube and uh maybe you can get those questions you're curious about answered uh, I'll probably watch and listen. Uh, I'm really into podcasts. So, I mean, obviously I have one and uh, <laughs> I, I would enjoy listening. So we'll definitely do that. But well, I have some uh, lightning round questions. If you guys are cool with okay. that before we let you go. Yeah. Yeah. You're hot. I'm good. All I right. know. It's getting hot in here. Our, sorry. Our sorry. No, oh, our AC in our office is like horrible, horrible for some reason. Okay. I'll try to be quick with them. Oh, you're good. No, we're not any hurt. What is your big biggest pet peeve? Um, I oh gosh. I know yours. My is. biggest pet peeve with him, or just like in general. I don't like. I mean, I don't like people. I don't like. I hate. What? Well, it depends. Pet peeve? How? Sorry. Um. Anyway, I guess oh. just something that bothers you in life. Um, I don't like self-entitled people. I don't like people that think they know things about you. Like I hate like even like internet troll people that are like bully other people or think they know people's lives. I mean, I hate people like that. I also hate when he chews next to me. <laughs> I hate chewing. 
Like tobacco uh, chewing or food chewing? No, no, like chewing food. And I oh, not gotcha. to. I hate the sound. Of, even my kids, my four kids, I'm like, can you go eat that snack over there? I hate the sound. Okay. But yeah, I hate self-entitled people. That's yeah, my no, biggest yeah, like, pet peeve. That's, that's probably one of mine. The ego. The ego I, I hate the inflated egos and judgment and that those people, watching people lose themselves to thinking they're more than anything else mm-hmm. and, and not being human. Yeah. Okay. And what about, what is the funniest thing you've ever seen in another person's house? A dildo. That's not funny. That's the only thing I can come I up know, off I'm hand. trying to think of something funny. Oh, it's so, someone else's house. Like sitting on the bookshelf. Yeah. Oh, God. I can't think of anything. I'm really bad at lightning <laughs> around questions, like being put on the spot. But then, like, later I'll think of something. I'll be like, damn it. That was a good Yeah. Answer. So this is the second time I've asked this question, and it's funny. The first person I asked, she said the weirdest thing she's ever seen is, like, like uh, penis sculptures in people's houses. So it always has to do with penises, I guess. Because like, yeah, yeah, no, no, those glass weird. ceramic yeah. like dildos that you yeah. get, people like set those out. And I think it's kind of like a fascination with people to set them out because they think they can get away with them being like, like displayed right. and no one knows yes. what they are. But then if you know, you know. <laughs> Yeah, that's like exactly that. what she I said too. I don't think too. I've ever seen anything super like weird. Now I feel like I'm missing out in life. <laughs> Gotta go to more houses. I'm ready to go to more people's houses. <laughs> How about what do you want to be remembered for? Um, for me, I mean, I was bullied a lot and things like that. Like, I want to be remembered for being a good person and like living true to myself. And like my friends that know me and see me at like this place where I'm at in my life, like I want to be known for being a good person like that I was caring and a kind person and I would you know do anything for anybody I would rather be known for that than anything and that she was just like yeah down to earth and a good person I mean really yeah sober. yeah good human, okay. that is a good human we like to talk about yeah we always just talk about being good humans and like making the right choices that you know that we we do the right thing we believe in karma things like that yeah all right, and how about do you guys have a celebrity crush? Yeah, um, Emma Stone. Thank you. I don't know why her name always slips my mind. Emma Every Stone. Asks me that. I I like Emma Stone. Oh. Yeah. What about you? Well, Sasha Gray. Yeah, but she's like a porn star. I know, but that will always be there. I can't. <laughs> I can't deviate. I can't, I got to hold true to my heart. Eric. I mean, I could say other people, but. If somebody ever tell, asks me that, it's always in Sasha Gray. Yeah, and I used to be, like, obsessed with Bradley Cooper when he was, like, younger, but I think so I like I, women more color. <laughs> see, with Sasha Gray, we'd have a chance with that. Right? That's true. Let's go. Yeah. So I never knew much about her until I watched Entourage. Entourage was, like, my favorite show uh-huh. of all times. Oh, and that's uh-huh. when I – and then I started looking her up and, and uh, saw what she did. But I can see why she's a celebrity crush. I mean, she – yeah. She's a champ. <laughs> she she's is. A champ. Absolutely. I'm not going to watch more of her. I'm not, she's a champ. I'm not really into like porn stars. <laughs> I don't like know like, unless they're like, we're like hardcore mainstream. Like I never she was, was like. She was like one of the most famous. Yeah. I don't, I don't For really the 2000s, watch, yeah. I, apparently I didn't watch yeah. enough porn. No. <laughs> All right. Uh, if you can go anywhere in the world for a two week vacation, where would you go? Greece. Greece, the Greek islands. Okay. Oh, that was easy. And then <laughs> we want to go to Greece so yeah. bad, like Santorini and Mykonos and all the Greek islands. Yeah, that would be amazing. We'll get there. We'll get there soon, sooner hopefully rather than later within the next year or two. Uh, Eric oh, yeah. will renew the passport. 
<laughs> and finally, who is your favorite TikTok creator? Oh, uh, favorite TikTok creator. Um, I love, what's her name? Alicia. Alicia. Um, she likes the glasses. Oh, God. What is her name? I see now I can't think of her name. Now that I'm like put on the spot. I have a lot of TikTok creators that I do like, but it's also like I have TikTok creators I like, and then so after a while, they, I've seen it go to their heads after years. Oh so I'm like, yeah, mm. yeah. Well, you know, gonna be fun. I like a lot of the really funny. Like, there's some really cute couples. There's like there's Haley and Kendra that really cute like little lesbian mm -hmm. couple. Oh yeah, them. they're cool. I was I like just watching them. their live earlier. They're really sweet. Um, yeah. No. <laughs> no, I mean I got a TikTok in like 2018. Like, like, right when it, like right when it became, right when it switched from musically to TikTok is when I got on it and okay. and like I just I didn't like what I saw it do to a lot of people and I didn't like what it did to me. I like the funny so, ticker talker ticker talkers. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I have some friends or we have friends in lifestyle who just adore and like I watch their stuff. But I like the funny ticker, like that girl earlier they were watching about. She does like the the logos. Yeah, the logo She's the funny. logo girl's funny. Like if, if they do comedy, I like it because it kind of straight stay true to the comedy. It's just you see a lot of these people who never had attention before have attention and it all changes and you can watch literally their content yeah. change. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's some really funny, like I like I like the big ones, you know, like Call Me Chris and like Yeah. You know, all like some of the bigger like just watch she's good. I mean the Chris Chris and, yeah. and Selena, Spooky Boo. Spooky Boo, yeah. She's they're funny. You know, like the really OG funny TikTok yeah. creators who never deviated from it and are just are really like still down to earth and like just funny because you yeah because you talk to some of those like like selena or spooky boo and i had talked before even and um she's just a it's like a real person you know what i mean it's not like hey this is who i am like any of that it's like when you find these big creators that don't have that ego and they're just really like hey and they're just they like to just talk to you um that's cool yeah so yeah so it kind yeah. of switches <laughs> yeah and I got my first real feel of that in April. I went to the Cheer Choice Awards in Vegas. Oh, and uh -huh. I met so many creators that are huge now, but I was so disappointed. And I won't name names, just I won't be disrespectful like that. But no. they. Yeah, we won't tell you who we don't like. We'll tell you who we do like. I'll yeah. tell you who I don't like. Yeah. Yeah. And I can tell you off the air too, and that's completely fine. But I just, I, I was really surprised, you know, a lot, uh, a few of the creators that I had met really preach like non-bullying and being caring and loving, but you meet uh -huh. them in person and the cameras are off. They're just, they're big headed and assholes. They're exactly what they say not to be, you know? Yep. They let so, it go to their head after years and years. Yeah. Yeah. Did you let it get to your head? Yeah. Eric when, when, when I, when Eric? I, that, that's why I don't like it, because I watched what it even did to me. Like, when I first Eric was said, guilty of it. Because I had an account, my, my main account got banned at 1.9 million because I mentioned OnlyFans on TikTok. Uh, and they refused to give it back because I mentioned OnlyFans. Um, you had 9 million followers? 1.9. 1.9. Oh. I, I, I was like 10,000 away from 2 million. And when I hit like 500,000 and stuff, it was cool. You know, you're, you're who you are. But then you start to get this ego, and then all of a sudden it just switches, and it's about numbers and views. And wow, okay, last you know, you wake up in the morning, you check your thing, and you're like, you're excited because you got twenty new thousand or twenty thousand followers overnight. But then the next night you only got three thousand, and you're like, oh, 
Yeah. Nobody when likes I, me, and you you create this all whole like world. Yeah. When I first met Eric, actually, it was a it was a little bit of a turnoff. He had this TikTok. He was really fun, and he had this side of him where he wanted to have fun and go do a lot. And he was new to Boise. He wanted to explore, and I you know, and I'm really outdoorsy. But I saw him being like so obsessed with like having to make TikToks and post six TikToks a day, and this was his life. And he wanted to go to this and this on TikTok and this. And I there were times where I was like, uh, you know, like it just and he knows all this. Like it was kind of a turnoff, and I was like. Do you have any other life like outside of your TikTok page? Like, and then one time I remember I did get banned for a little bit, and it was like the world ended. Yeah. And I was like, you know, you have a life outside of TikTok. I was like, I know it sucks, especially it sucks, especially if it's like financially, like a lot of people are, you know, it's financially driven for a lot of people at this point. Right. Some of these bigger creators, but his wasn't. And I was like, mm -hmm. you know, this is a fresh start. Like, you have a life. And as he slowly built this new life, and you know, divorced and. He's really turned his life around and he quit smoking and he's Ooh. lost a lot of weight and he's been sober for five years and he's kind of like turned his life around and really, um, you, you realize he has a life. Yeah. He's there. realized I've seen it change to it him. Like even, a, so when he lost his big account, it was kind of, of course he was sad, but was he was relieving. like, you know what? I'm, I'm ready for a new phase of my life and I got to put that behind me and now we get to focus on this and we don't obsess about the numbers. Yeah, right. we'll have numbers and it's cool. But like, well, there's even the last couple of days we were so busy with kids and the app. Like we didn't even post any TikToks for a few days or whatever. And we're just like, man, you whatever. know what? We're at a good place in life and it's growing. And if we have fun and want to make a bunch of content, cool. But we're not, we're not obsessed. We try to make it more fun than being upset. And every once in a yeah. while I'll be like, it doesn't matter, Eric. We can, mm -hmm. we'll post. You're, you're he's gotten better about it. I've gotten better about yeah. it. But it's funny that you brought that up. Cause see, a lot of people don't see that, that different side of, like these creators, because who you see people are on any kind of social media, For they, are, they are so different in real life. And they're, mm -hmm. and that's where I really get the respect for some of them, you know, where it's like they're the same and you're like, dude, you are a cool human being, you know. Right. But but then there's a lot that you're like, dude, I really thought this person was going to be awesome and you're so let down. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, I experienced a lot of that, like I was saying. And I don't get me wrong, they weren't all like that. Like, I made some really cool friends, and, uh, and you know, we've had this podcast, they've come on the show, and it's just been uh, a lot of fun. And, like, 90, I would say 95% of the people that I've interviewed on this show, like, I'm good friends with now. Like, we at least text a couple times a week. We say, how you're doing? I had a few of them fly out and perform on my live show last week. And I mean, it was just, oh, fun. yeah. And it's just really cool when you can meet people that you for never. Me it's, yeah. And that's all like, that's for me, even just like the lifestyle in general and how much even like just through TikTok and stuff, like the community we have made and the people <laughs> that we have met and the respect we have for each other. And we're not competing with each other. And, you know, we jump in each other's lives and we tag each other in videos and we help, you know, like, we've met some like really cool mm -hmm. people in the lifestyle and and just, I mean, even through just TikTok in general, like I love it when it, it's a community and I'm, I like it when people look at, at it that way and not like a competition to who can have more followers or who can. Right. Well, once somebody, once somebody, that doesn't gets, even cross my, I don't even look at people's followers. Once somebody accounts. gets to that point, you're like, oh, they're kind of, they're, they've lost it. They, yeah. Almost when you look at the big creators, you're like, oh, well, you used to be cool, but now you're probably too big for me. Or, you know, I'm like, I don't even <laughs> right. want to get so big that people don't think that I'm like, I I don't want to like not still be down to earth. I'm like you can still snap me like I have my Snapchat up and like I I only accept women on my Snapchat. But I'm like you can snap me like I like to chat like I like friends. So yeah, it's awesome that you guys came on here and you were so open and willing to 
discuss everything in the lifestyle and answer some of my questions. And this has been great. And I'm excited to hear your podcast and see everything you guys have going for you. Just grow. Thank you so much. This was fun. It was fun to get to talk about. Yeah. Let's talk about the lifestyle. Yeah. I love to share. Yeah. Well, awesome. I'd love to have you guys on again. And uh, hopefully at that point, you guys will be back from Greece. Yeah. 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 We'll we'll come out and visit you. Yeah. Please do. No. Well, yeah, we we're going to do an event in um, Littleton, Colorado. There's a, um, a lifestyle club called the Scarlet Ranch that we we're looking at doing an event there. So, Okay. Well, yeah. let me know. Maybe uh, maybe my wife and I will even attend. Just to yeah, kinda... it's fun. You, there's, yeah. yeah, the lifestyle clubs are great. There's no pressure to like play or anything. It's just fun people dance. watching. People you know? watch, and, and the bartenders are nice, and the security's yeah. the best, and it's like... And then if you see people hook up, you're like, well, that was hot. That's okay. kind of interesting. Look at them go at it. <laughs> All right, yeah. Well, mark it off your bucket list. You can say you did it. Exactly. Well, let's plan on something like that or just plan on yeah. meeting up at some point. And you guys have yeah. been great, and I appreciate it so much. Thank Absolutely. you. Well, you guys have a good night, and we'll talk soon. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. talking a dick-talking, dick-talking with Kevin Hughes. Whoa, 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 how fun was the impulsive duo, guys? I mean, come on. Learning about that lifestyle, even if you're not in it, is always very interesting and quite intriguing, you know? I think people really want to know what that lifestyle is about, even if they're afraid to admit it. I think they want to know, just because I think there's been so much misconception on what the actual lifestyle is about. So to have them on and explain it has been really cool and it, it was it was really informative, you know, and I hope you guys, whether you decide to have that kind of lifestyle or not, just learn to accept that other people want to live that way. And it's so important to to accept other people's beliefs and choice of lifestyle, no matter what it is, even if it's not something you agree upon. But anyway, I hope you guys had a blast. I know I did. And as always, I will have another fabulous guest next week here on TikToking. And if I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Bye-bye now.